On this week's episode, we are talking about things only disabled friends discuss. It's like we have our own language together that it feels like only we can understand. So we'll let you in. So stick around. Hi, and welcome to Rare with Flair. The podcast where two best friends with the same rare disease are out here living our best lives. I am your host, Casey. And I'm your host, Cassandra. Well, I haven't smelled fall yet. <laughs> I thought I'm, I I had an inkling of a smell last night. The Just the slightest start. I did. T- I, I, did. I, I, I can. I know what you mean, because as I left, okay. I, I was out later last night. I was at a coffee shop mm-hmm. and then I left and I was like, it's chilly. And yep. I feel like the cold air smells like something. Yes. But- <laughs> yes. It's the first uh, smell of fall has to be at night. When you walk outside and it's chilly for the first time, that's yeah. when it starts. Yeah. And I was letting my dog out to potty kind of late last night. And I was like, huh? Um, <laughs> what is this? What's that, what's that chill in the air? Is that the smell of autumn? And so, um, yeah, I am getting very excited for that. And we all hope you enjoyed our last episode about, about our autumn oh. bucket list. Actually, what we're be doing. I have a friend, which this is still related to fall. I have a friend who... As she sees trees where the leaves are starting to turn, um, she, like, stops what she's doing. And she's like, hi, Fall. And it feels very much like, hi, Barbie from the Barbie movie. (laughs) It's really cute. I love that. So I'm starting to do that now. I totally totally borrowed it from her. But it feels exciting. I love love it. I think it's sweet. I think it's sweet when people do things like that. You got to appreciate the little things. Definitely. how have you been? I have been all right. We are yeah. hanging and doing our best. Update on my bucket list, though. Um, I did make zucchini bread, and I have been listening to the um, most of the music I feel like I mentioned wanting to listen to on our last episode. So I'm making good on my promises. Wonderful. Wonderful. How are um, you doing with your bucket list? I'm doing well. I'm doing pretty well. I haven't done anything yet i don't think you know what i'm really disturbed seriously because we're in mid-september and i have not decorated my house for fall yet oh my gosh me neither i know and we're already in mid-september like and tomorrow is the 20th yeah that's scary right oh my gosh that's terrifying we need to hurry up which means yeah, we need to hurry up. I'm just, it's, I, I'm, I'm busy. I know. I feel like maybe and, part of the reason is that it's been a, quite warm throughout this September yeah. for us. So, like, yeah. it's now starting to get cold. But during the days, it's still, like, a high of 70-something, which still feels too warm. High of 70, please. Ah! That's, that's child's play. Ah! Our Southern <laughs> Belle has things to say. Listen, it's like still in the 80s, maybe 90s. Girl, here. what? Um, oh, you could yeah. not pay me to live in the South. Yeah. Yeah. But then you couldn't pay me, not Ohio, but just North. Like, you couldn't pay me to live in the winter of North. That's so fair. I'll take what I can. Because I am a, I am a baby when it comes to the cold. <laughs> like an actual complainy child. Like, But you have so many so. cute sweaters. I do. I wear my sweat. It, it snows here. It just takes a long time to get there. <laughs> I remember you always send me a video and it snows. It's really cute. It feels yeah, very Gilmore it's Girls. So it's the first snow. It, it 
it is rare to get snow here, but it does get cold. Like, I'll be wearing my sweaters, you know? It's not like Oh, Florida I know. I visited Arizona. you in November. I was chilly. You're, yeah, that was a cold time when you came to visit. It was chilly. Um, anyways, but no, <laughs> I, I, I agree, though. I don't love that it stays this hot when it's supposed to be fun fall seasons. It's I not know. supposed to be this hot. I am trying you know, to manifest so. the best I can. I went to Dairy Queen today, and I got a pumpkin pie blizzard. And girl, let me tell you, oh it was gosh. good. It was really Sounds good. D- delectable. <laughs> you, need to, you need to get your butt over to Dairy Queen. <laughs> oh, clearly. I don't think I have a Dairy Queen, like, anywhere nearby. I think they've all closed down around no. here. I, don't, I know. It's actually devastating, because I watch Dairy Queen on Instagram and TikTok. They have, like, a lot of good video content. Oh, that's so um, funny. <laughs> That I thoroughly enjoy, and it makes me want to try all those new things. I bet it was amazing. It was it, it was so really good. good. Like it was, it tasted like pumpkin, but it also like had a lot of clove flavor. Like it wasn't just How straight yummy. up cinnamon. But it was it was I was shocked. It was delicious. That sounds amazing. Oh, I love any kind of pumpkin spice type flavored thing. Oh, I know. So good. I know. But yeah. Oh man, anything else you've been up to? Um, not really. I am traveling this weekend, and by the time you Yay. hear this, I'll be back. But I'm going to a pink concert for my sister's birthday. So fun! And when I say traveling, it's not too far, just a few hours away, but that's what she wanted for her birthday, and I'm excited to tag along for the ride, um, and it should be, a, should be a good time. Should be a fun show. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Brandy Carlisle is opening, and I she's one of my very favorites. So oh, that's such really a bonus! Excited. Wow, it's such a bonus. It really is. Um, anything else for you before we hop in? Well, at the time this episode will be coming out, I will be at the NIH. The nah, <laughs> the nah, the nah. Oh may my or gosh. may not be in the Saffron Lounge. <laughs> Jury is if you still out. If you heard our episode, you know the jokes. Yeah. You know the inside jokes you about should, the NIH. You should give it a listen. But I'm actually kind of excited to go to the NIH. I think, I think, it, you know, it's a it's a goofy, quirky time. But <laughs> I, th- I think it'll be good to go and get, like, a, a solid, like, assessment on just my general health. Um, I'm feeling healthy, but you never know what's going on yeah. on the inside. So we're going to find out. <laughs> Well, Cass, when you come back, we want a full report of the urine on ice, uh, the 24-hour urine on ice. Well, because I'm we not in the – I, I don't know if I'm going to be in the Saffron Lounge. <laughs> Saffron Lodge is the place. Oh, um, true. So I'm, like, a little concerned about having to take a jug of urine <laughs> oh, through God. a hotel lobby. I will give the report – in uh, the next episode, Listen, I guess. It's in a it's in a discreet bag. Yeah, it's neon orange. <laughs> you know, mine was blue, I think. Oh, you had it in a bag. See, the jug itself is bright orange. The jug itself is bright orange. Yes, yes, <laughs> correct. No, they gave me a yeah. Uh, did I have a bag? Maybe I'm pretend. I think I had a bag like ten years ago. <laughs> that I discreetly carried. I like that. That's like, what you remember, and not your visit in January. Most recent, yeah. Most recently, I did not, but I definitely had a blue bag with like a drawstring. Yeah, yeah. Top. It's the pa- the patient belongings bags. Sure. Yeah. 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 They say so like in big lips. Full, yeah, I'll give you the full scoop. report. <laughs> full report when you return. Absolutely. Yes, Mm. Speaking of, right? this is the kind of thing we talk about. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. This actually worked as an excellent segue, and I didn't plan excellent. it that way. <laughs> 
Excellent segue. Um, well, in that episode about research and going to the NIH, um, Casey had told her story about having to keep the urine jug on ice, which again is something that we talk about. It's like a 24-hour urine collection that they have. They ask us to do while we're there. And like when Casey called me in a panic trying to find ice to put the jug on she like she had this almost out of body experience as we were on the phone to me she was like what are we doing what are we even talking about yeah I was like you truly are the only person I can call in a panic about this 24 hour urine on ice um and and we were like, we need to make a whole episode about that, not just with our health, but with also our vision and just the disability in general. Like yeah. the things that only disabled friends can talk about. The things that if I have an issue, I call you up about it. Um, we both have lists that we made on our own. Yes. We have not shared said lists with each other. It's a surprise, but we have a feeling there's going to be quite a lot of crossover possibly the whole list might be the same <laughs> just things. crossover but um, we'll elaborate we'll tell stories like yeah and if it, you say wh- something i have or vice versa we'll just skip over yeah definitely definitely all right do you mm-hmm. want to begin i'll begin okay this one is pretty broad and it's pretty self-explanatory actually a lot of these things are things we already talk about on the podcast uh, right to be just organized in but, a different list <laughs> yes but okay Literally any time, any time I have an awkward social situation because of my vision, I memo Cassandra on text and tell her about it. I literally just had an awkward moment the other day where my neighbor's dog was barking, but I couldn't hear where it was coming from. And I just yanked my dog inside as fast as possible. And it probably looked like I was being very rude and strange. And I tell her about all these things when I... Uh, just recently at church someone was talking to me and I had no idea and I ignored them you know these things that happen and I just tell you every time because who else I don't tell anyone else often no Uh, yeah I I sometimes do but not often so it's you you're the one that gets all of those stories it's you um (laughs) (laughs) that was the first thing that came to my head no that was the first thing I wrote down that's the first thing I wrote down too. I wrote blind moments because oh good because um I was thinking literally today I haven't told you this one um one of my I, I was listening to music kind of loud in my headphones and I was at the office doing work one of my coworkers had come over to like tell me something and I like kind of saw her out of my peripheral but I wasn't sure <laughs> because like we're in an area where there aren't that many people that walk by, but we're by these windows where people are walking outside in, like, a big atrium-type hallway. So, like, I always see movement in my peripheral anyway. There's always people walking. And so, uh, because I also didn't hear her because I had my headphones in, I, like, completely ignored her. She's like, I thought you were... Like, I walked over to her later. I was like, were you just standing by my desk? (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, I thought you were on a call. I'm so... I'm sorry. I'm like, no, I was not. I just didn't really realize you were there in the first place. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It's those everyday moments that we have. That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. And, like, (laughs) it's... Of course, we could tell anyone... If we had significant others, we would tell them to probably, but they wouldn't get yeah. it the way you do. 
Right, right. And I think like, and sometimes if it's like particularly really embarrassing, I'll tell other people because it's like a funny story. Right. But I'm not going to come to them with every little time because they don't even get it the way that you do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, they don't need to hear every little moment when that happens because it clearly, it truly is like once a week at least. (laughs) Um, Yes. So if not more. So yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go next? Yes. So my the second thing I wrote down was um the disability community tea. So oh, I you best believe I have that on my list oh, as well. I knew you would because we literally talked oh, about yeah. this like yesterday. So <laughs> <laughs> like people, so you know we're involved in many different communities. We did an episode about like the communities that we have been involved with, and you know the importance of trying to find people that have experiences like yours. Um, And so a lot of the times with these people, we keep up on social media. Um, So it'll often happen that like one of us will see something and be like, did you see what so-and-so is happening? So like they're in the hospital. Like, oh my gosh, what do you think they're doing? Oh, it says they're going to operate. Like what, what are they? (laughs) Like we start speculating like, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think part I think part of the reason for this is we have a, a like we have basically like the same friend circle. Yeah. And all of our other friends don't know these specific friends. So like if if that makes any sense, like this community our other outside friends don't know these people. You're like you're like the only friend I have that knows all of these right. people. They're <laughs> so, basically mutuals. Yeah, they're like mutual friends. And so, yeah, we, oh, did you see so-and-so got engaged? Or like, you know, sometimes yeah. it is medical, like you were saying. Like, did you hear so-and-so started that new drug? Or like, did you hear <laughs> so-and-so isn't doing very well? Like, we need to pray for them. You know, like just, you know, it's not necessarily like gossip, like we're being mean. But it's just like the the talk of the town of like, did you hear that person right. uh, is doing that? And kind of just making, kind of just almost like watching out for each other, like making sure the other one saw that update, you know, right. to be like, hey, you should probably reach out to so-and-so because they're having a hard time. You know, did you right. see that they're having a hard time? You should probably text them or whatever. And um, I think that's that's a really cool and unique experience that we have. Oh, and, yeah. Um, and I think you can find that in other friendships, like in other friendships, if you went to college with them, you might have like mutual college friends mm-hmm. or things like that. But this is just so specifically strange. <laughs> right. Because it's so, more than yeah. just like life updates on mutual friends we have. It's it's also <laughs> a lot of times medical updates on mutual friends we have. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, like so-and-so got listed for a lung transplant. Like, oh, man. Yes, or, yes, or, yes. Or sometimes like... Sometimes it will be a little bit speculative. We'll be like, oh, that person doesn't use a cane. I wonder why. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like there, there is some tea to be spilled, but we don't want, we don't want it no. to sound like we're always just like gossiping know, about people. Gossiping, but, but no, it is, it is. I feel like the funny part about it, because it's medical, it does feel so, like, TMI, too. Which is yes. Really funny, like. that's, that's, and a lot of it's, like, through Facebook. Right. Like, and that's what makes even, like, when we're not gossiping about people, we're just sharing information. Um, it feels like gossip because it's, like, personal to them. Yes, but they're sharing yes. it willingly in our community spaces. So it's not, like, a secret. Yeah. Um. Right, no, we're not, like, just sharing secrets, but, no, yeah, I think that's the, the disability tea, if the you will. The disability. The disability, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, 
<laughs> the next one is, I contact you nearly every time I bleed or get a bruise. <laughs> Literally, okay, I need to write, I need to say what I wrote down. What you Quote, write? unquote, emergency, because they're not usually emergencies, but emergency <laughs> situations. And then I put in parentheses and quotes because I, I knew I needed the prompting. Girl, I cut my ankle and it won't stop bleeding. <laughs> SOS. <laughs> Um, as most of you know, uh, with our genetic disorder comes a bleeding disorder. And you, I mean, who else would I talk about this to? Who else? Not my you? doctor. No, no. No. They don't no, need no. to know every time. No, no. It's my but bestie. Like, who, like, who else but you? I'm like, Cass, I got this really horrible bruise. It's a hematoma. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, or, <laughs> or I'll be like, what bleeding meds should I take for this? Or it's like. We have a minor operation coming up. Like, should we use DDAVP before it? Or are you getting a transfusion? How many transfusions have you had? Right. Like, what kind of are you like? Di- like, if you ever get hurt, the first thing I'm asking is like, did you bruise? Like, yeah, are you all right? Um, yeah, yeah, like so that's that and is and it. for those who aren't aware, like DDAVP is like a like a clotting medication that helps us. Like, if we are in situations where like we have significant bleeding and so like they can administer that through like IV in the hospital that might be too much information but you know just things like that I'm I'm (laughs) glad you said it I was kind of like being cryptic to be funny just because it like it kind of gets the point across that you're the only person who understands this lingo right like to the point where like we have to we have to explain it (laughs) explain it on the podcast exactly that's it proves our point that that's why you'd be the only person that i would talk to about that i'm not going to explain ddavp to other people it's just too much it's too much work that's a lot of effort like we already it feels like we speak the same language in that way because we're involved in the same spaces we have a lot of the same conditions or or even variants of like I know you have sometimes like some like GI upsets and I you know I have had my share and still do so like even that kind of stuff we'll talk about which I feel like unless you wanted to say another thing about this situation I was thinking of the next thing I'd written down of like um like symptom updates like real-time symptom updates it's like Girl, yes. I have felt so weird today that, <laughs> like... I, I put on my list TMI about poop. Yeah. I was looking for that. But, yes, go on. Go no, on. No, yeah. It's just like, man, I've gone to the bathroom, like, so many times. Like, and this isn't... <laughs> we we hardly ever apologize for this being TMI because we just... No. We just know that it's fine. <laughs> right. If I ever have a G, GI upset type of story... That's not the kind of thing I would just share with anyone and everyone. Mm-mm. Like, you really are the one. I'm like, girl, listen, you got to hear what happened today. Like, <laughs> um, and like, and that's, yeah, I'm grateful to have you for that. Because, I mean, from the moment we met, we were talking about medical things. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, literally, in. like in the shuttle where we met. Yes. We were already talking we about medical yeah, things. Yeah. And that's the cool, that's the cool thing about medical friends is you have this instant bond where you feel like you get really deep really fast. Yeah. Yeah. You share so, a lot of just like sure. personal information because right. you know that they'll at least understand, even if they've never experienced it themselves um yeah i think um 
I, I was trying to follow a thread, but, uh, <laughs> um, it, it, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember So like I, I, when I was in college, I had a roommate that was also chronically ill, not in the same way as I am. Of course, she just had other chronic illnesses, but we would talk about things like that where sometimes we would share like symptoms. I was like, you know, this has been happening and I don't know if it's in my head or if I don't know if it's a real problem that I don't want to contact my doctor just yet. Do yeah. you think this is an, you know, as if we know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I fairly recently made a new friend who has totally different medical issues than me, but I do feel like talking medical with people it really does break down those walls very quickly because you're getting very personal very fast definitely with us especially having the same issues like it really it does make you form a friendship quickly because not only are you talking about tmi stuff you're kind of (laughs) talking about like life and death like deep stuff too and that's that's going to make you bond with someone extremely quickly especially at these conferences when the hps conference specifically when we're talking about like like you know people dying yeah um, like lung transplants can, or lack yeah. thereof yeah yeah so that'll bond you quickly and that's definitely i actually if you're ready to move on from that yeah. one i feel like a lot of these of the, like lead well into each other it does uh because that's actually another thing i have on my list deep chats about life and death mm. i feel like i have that with you the most of anyone Mm-hmm. in my life because when we go to these conferences we're so face to face with that and the fragility of life yeah and um and I love those chats with you like I love yeah. those deep chats about that stuff and I feel like we've helped shape each other's perspective on life and on mm-hmm. on that and I'm really grateful for that and yeah like I obviously have deep chats with other friends too but not as much about that kind of stuff so Likewise, I, yeah I, I think what yeah. also helps with us too um is that we also have fairly similar worldviews so yeah. it makes conversations like that flow even easier because it's it's hard to talk about death and if you have different beliefs about death or if you if you're talking to someone who you know isn't religious we're both like deeply christian and so we talk about you know, this kind of thing in context of, like, with our faith and our relationship with uh, with the Lord. And so, you know, that also makes those chats even more fruitful for the two of us because we know yeah. we're not only speaking the same language of experience, but we're also speaking, like, the same faith language. Yeah, and that's a good point you bring up because I, I don't want to, like, derail off of the episode topic too much, but I don't think our disability is the only thing that like connects us as friends oh definitely not we've we've talked about this a lot we share a lot of other similar interests uh like you said similar beliefs like like so many similar hobbies so like this is definitely not like all we talk about all the time i know on the podcast it basically is i mean this is our show about disability (laughs) (laughs) we have we have so many um shared interests where i I do think I do think we would be friends without our disability, but we also wouldn't have met without it. So it's kind of one of those weird situations. Yeah. Yeah. um, And it's, and I think it's like just another, another extra way that we've been able to bond. But I mean, if you listen to our, our, our flair episodes, you'll know that we like to talk about all kinds of other things together. Like we literally did a 
couple months ago an episode about how we watch cartoons together, which is something that we both have a shared love for. So, um, you know, mm-hmm. totally agree. But yeah. And uh, thank you so much to the two people who recently reached out yes! to us about the cartoon episode. Um, like, we did not think anybody <laughs> even listened to that. We were, you know, no, again, not to, not to take too long out of the yeah. episode, but... Like, we had just been having a conversation that we're like, yeah, I don't think anybody listened to that episode. It was exclusively for us. Um, yeah, yeah. But the fact that two people reached out and really enjoyed it, you know what? Thank you, guys. There really yeah, is something you. for everyone. <laughs> thank you so much. Like, we got great long messages from people about the cartoons they love. So we love sharing that. That's so you. good. And who knows? We might do a part two. Ooh. Yeah, I know. We're like, we're finishing up our current cartoon. Yeah, once we watch four or five more, we'll do a part two for sure. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, not to be so abrupt, but um, speaking of deep thoughts and deep chats, I had another deep chat, but similar about like anxieties or insecurities like that are related Mm. to our disability. Um, Mm. You know, we did an episode... I feel like this is an episode laden with cross-reference. But it's hard to throw a rock at this point on a topic we haven't talked about at all on this show anymore. Um, But we did an episode called The Blind Side of Mental Health where we were talking about just the things that in daily life can be very anxiety-provoking as, like, someone with a disability. Like, literally the concept of, like... I don't know, meeting a new friend for the very first time, like, blind date style, right? Like, you mm. you barely know them and you're, like, trying to show up at a restaurant and, like, grab coffee with them. Like, that is terrifying. What a terrifying scenario. But, like, no one would understand th- the reasons that is scary uh, other than, like, you. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't even have that on my list, so I'm glad we don't... It's not all crossover, you hey. see. Um completely agree like I'm really able to be vulnerable with you about those those things that I couldn't talk to other people about not because they don't care and they wouldn't be there for me but simply because they just wouldn't understand like Mm -hmm. they haven't you you have that lived experience where I can tell you these feelings and you know exactly how I'm feeling so yeah well and and you bring up like good points that sometimes I maybe haven't even thought about like recently you were like huh is it weird that I do things in an adaptive way when um like, do do you think, you know, just wondering aloud, like, do you think people think that I'm weird mm-hmm. since no one else does it this way? But, you know, we need the adaptive way because that's how we can, yeah. can do it. But sometimes, you, you know, you just kind of wonder aloud to each other, like, I wonder what other people think. Yes, yes. Like, do I look super weird doing it this way? Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And kind of getting that, getting your input on, like, do you feel weird doing this? Or is yeah. it just me? Or, like, you know, I appreciate that a lot. Um, Actually, that leads me. I feel like these all segue so I well. Know. That leads me into asking you how you do things. Like, how, uh, how you do specific things. Like, hey, I'm yes. doing I'm about, like... I'm about to do this new thing or embark on this new journey and maybe you've done it before and how do you handle it or how would you handle it and do, what um, technology do you use for that? So right. I, do, I ask you that a fair amount. I'll ask you like, well, how do you do, how do you do it? Like, this is how I do it. How do you do it? You know? Right. No, and I feel like I've asked you that, especially in social situations because mm-hmm. I feel like you 
you hang out with people a lot. And it's not that I don't. I go to new places a lot, which is interesting. Um, we do kind of, I don't know. We, we both do both, but anyway. Um, yeah, I, I, I love that, I guess, like sounding board um, and just kind of bouncing ideas off of each other. Like, oh, I wonder if this would help. Or even if we haven't done that specific thing before, just trying to brainstorm together how we could do something adaptively or in the like least inconvenient way possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have that on my list too. Um, Aww. It made me think of similar, like related, but also providing recommendations to each other just without even having to ask like, hey, I tried this yep. new thing. Like you should check it out. Like when I recommended Drip Drop to you. <laughs> yes, yes. And I have something similar on my list of like kind of recommending I put specifically recommending like apps or assistive technology. To yeah, I had assistive tech. Um, okay, I didn't know if that was like within this category or if that was separate. But because um, I'm not trying to skip ahead, I just no, think it could no. Go, it, it could kind of go in this category of like recommendations of any kind. Yeah, for um, a medication recommendation or a yep. assistive tech recommendation and. I mean, we've given each other plenty of recommendations that have nothing to do with disability, like makeup or mm -hmm. whatever. But even makeup sometimes ties in because it's like, what sunscreen is the best that you use or um, that yeah. kind of stuff? Yeah, no, that's how we, that's how we kind of, I mean, I think we each discovered Supergoop separately, but then we yeah. started talking to each other about it as a recommendation. Like, have you heard of this? This looks really yeah. cool. <laughs> Love that. Um, okay. I... One sec. Okay. Um, the next one is I put NIH and conferences. Yeah. Um, you know, we go to these places like the NIH or like a research thing or a conference and kind of getting to not only go to these places together but like talk about these things together because a lot of people I'll be like yeah the conference or yeah the NIH and they don't have any kind of like reference for what that's even like at mm -hmm. all you know I mean I can explain it as much as I can but if you're not actually going it's these things are so hard to describe they are such an experience yeah like they are like almost life-altering I would say like they yeah. are so so extensive that like I can't even begin to explain it to someone who has not experienced it. Well, the entire premise involves us having to like divulge more personal <laughs> information than we would ever really want to. Yeah. Like it, ha it always has to start with like, well, I have this rare disease. Like um, <laughs> literally mm -hmm. like telling people I'm going to be out of town next week. And they're like, oh, are you doing something fun? And I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it fun, <laughs> but I'll, I'll be back afterward. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I know, I know, yeah. We literally don't know how to explain it to people without giving them my entire life story, so I just don't. Right. <laughs> and, but even with, like, closer friends and family who haven't been, like, my sister has never been right. to the NIH, and I feel like, yeah, I don't mind telling her a bunch of personal information, but it's still hard to even explain to people who haven't been. Like, you just yeah. kind of got to be there. So, yeah, yeah, and, and, like... Talking about it with you, yeah. And, and... These are things we can share on the pod, uh, but that's, like, the entire purpose of this show is, like, we are divulging the personal information, the background yeah. knowledge to make this at least a little bit understandable. Um, right. 
But yeah, these these experiences are so unique that I think like your sister's been to conference too, right? I think yes. that like describing it to them and then having our siblings, for example, come to conference is just totally different. Like my sister-in-law hopefully will be coming to conference for the very first time next year. Oh, we'll see, yeah. fingers crossed. But like she's never experienced it and I'm like I'm like wondering, I'm like, "Ha, huh, this might be yeah. like a very unique experience." It is. It is very unique. And I feel like on the pod, when we describe it, we have a full hour to like yeah. sit down and really, really dig it. Whereas like if you're having just a regular conversation with people, you're not going to have as much time to explain what it's really like. So yeah, I do think that those are the things that only you can understand. Truly, sure. truly. And and also like you understand being the patient in those situations where I'm like, oh, are you going to give a skin sample this time? Or like, <laughs> you know, like you understand, you understand like what it's like being the actual guinea pig. Right, right. Yeah. Oh man, the NIH. What a time. What a ride. It's a time. It's a time. Um, I, I had, I feel like we've almost hit all of mine, but, um, what my it's like you know encouraging each other to take care of ourselves and mm. and like not just in a general way like you would to your friends that you also care about like making sure people drink water by the way if you're listening to this go drink some water go but drink your water but like talking about like making sure we've got the right meds available to us in an emergency situation or like just looking out for each other, being our, our yeah, best friend true. mom self. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, no, that, I think it's pretty much it that I had to say. Yeah. No, yeah, I didn't have that one on my list, but I do feel that, like, even when we are at Disney World together or something, I'm like, okay, let's, should we go try to find a place for Romana to go pee? You know, I feel like we yeah. think of those things more than maybe other friends would be aware of it. Like, we are aware of the other person and, like, what the, any kind of health thing that they're dealing with and all of that. Yeah. Right. Like, we, we carry sunscreen, not just for us, but for each other, right? Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, exactly. And we don't feel like a burden, like, talking about those things with each other either. Like, hey, I'm going to need to stop and do this or I'm going to, you know, and it doesn't feel like it's a problem. Right. Like, um, like you you go to the bathroom fairly often. Um, <laughs> true. I don't. Um, I feel like you mentioned that before. I don't want to, like, out you oh, on no, the yeah. pod. I, yes. <laughs> but, like, just knowing that that's something that we're going to be looking out for. It's like, yep, we got to find a bathroom at... Any yeah, given point. Right. And that's just normal and fine. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Um I have I have a few more. I have a few oh, more. Oh, um, I had please. my 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 list was a little longer just because I kept thinking of more things. So Ooh. um I was gonna say we talk a lot about like blind YouTubers and podcasters. Oh like, shoot, I have that. I have that disability <laughs> oh, content tea. Yes. Oh. Yes, yes. I feel like, so we definitely talk about people we know, but we also talk about people who are making content. Like, hey, did you see that those people haven't up, uh, updated their podcast in a while? Or, right. Like, did you see that this YouTuber uploaded a video doing this? Or we'll kind of send in our DMs, we'll send different little um, reels of blind people or that kind of stuff. Or even just disability content in yes. general. Like, um, yeah. So I think that's a lot of fun. Oh, I know. And like, Sure, we could send that to other people, 
and other people frequently sent that send that kind of thing to us like I, I i yeah right I, I was like i assumed as much but you know when my friends see anything relating to blindness they'll like send it to me um me too, yeah but it just feels different because like l- because we both consume that kind of content it's nice to receive it from each other because we know that we'll be interested not just from a purely like awareness perspective but also from like a from from the perspective where i feel like a lot of people who listen to this pod are also people with disabilities or low vision or albinism or something um you feel that like connectedness even though they're effectively a stranger on the internet (laughs) right right um, I also have, um, guide dog stuff. We talk about yes. like a decent amount and I know that I don't have a guide, so I definitely can't relate to that, but I think I still kind of can understand better than like maybe a regular friend. If you would not right, but you know what I mean? Like another friend that yeah. is not blind. And there's like, there's so many stories that come out of that, that I don't want to just bother people that I know with. I feel like I would yeah. rather like tell them to you or on the pod like here's a great story and it's it's like less than blindness related it's it's just ultimately the experience of just having a service dog in the public i went to the farmer's market and i got brunch and the people at the restaurant were extremely kind um and they they were they helped me carry the because it was like a tray with some food on it like i didn't really have that many hands Um, I have one occupied with my guide dog. And so um, they, like, helped me, like, carry it to find a table to sit at. And they were super sweet. I really appreciated that gesture. They even got me a cup of water with ice. Um, I also just, like, didn't want to spill things. So, but the table they put me at, like, I was kind of, like, along a walkway. And so I'm like, ooh, trying to find, like, a good position for Ramana to lay. and. I had her lay just kind of next to me on my left side, but she was totally exposed in the walkway and like three separate women kept making comments while I'm just trying to down my quiche and they're like, what a beautiful dog. What a good dog. I'm just like, I just want to eat my quiche. But I found a new way. I I was like, I was like, there's got to be another way to get her to sit under this table because the chair... (laughs) I usually like slide her into the chair, but the chair had like a bar across it that like she wouldn't fit under. And so yeah. I ended up being able to, like, move my my bag and swap it for my dog <laughs> against the brick wall. And I'm like, okay, I think yeah. we're in the clear. Get her out of, get her out of focus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I feel like, yeah, I, I enjoy hearing your stories and your updates. And I know that I can't relate, but I feel like I, I still understand guide dogs and how they work better than the average person yeah. who has no has no concept for what a guide dog even does so um and I've learned a lot of that from you and just from other people in our community but um but yeah I do have two more things if you go up, for it up for it um I know we did this on the pod but like ride share stories oh my gosh I almost wrote that down actually <laughs> really <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't know why I didn't write that down but seriously there's so I many. Mean, if there's a rideshare story that I have, you're the first person I'm going to tell about that. Yeah, seriously. I, it, it is hard for a lot of people, especially in non-urban areas, um, to understand what life would be like if, if your 
primary mode of transportation is rideshare. Um, I, I feel like people really wouldn't understand what it's like to not have the privacy of their own car and the fun fascination of getting to to be with strangers. <laughs> yep. 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 There's always a story. It's always fun. And if I ever have a story, you're the first one I'm coming to. Oh, man. I know. And I love those. I love those because no one quite gets the rideshare stories like like someone who also takes a lot like of rideshare. Like someone who does it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Um, and the last thing is disability related-ish. And it's the pod. I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. Ah. How did you know? You've done this before. You bring it back to the pod. And I was like, wait, she's going to do it again. Why didn't I think of that? I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. I'm always bringing it, I'm always bringing it back to the pod. But for real, the reason we started this pod was our disability. And we talk about it a fair amount, and I feel like, obviously, I wouldn't be talking to anyone else about (laughs) the pod that we do about our disability if I didn't have you doing the pod about our disability. It all all comes full circle. It's like, it goes just around and around. And I think something that we've talked to each other about, and I think we probably mentioned it on the pod, um, is, like, when things happen that that are quirky or strange... Um, like rideshare stories or blind moments or, you know, weird guide dog stories, we can turn it around and not just like, not just for our own gain, but really just, I guess, for our own catharsis (laughs) that we don't have to, like these situations that could be frustrating sometimes um, don't have to make us frustrated because we're like, well, you know what? It'll make a really funny story to tell on the pod. Like, it's so true save it for the pod we we often have funny stories and we're like save it for the pod yeah and yeah. we'll send each other these voice memos and sometimes um sometimes we'll do a little up arrow and like do a brief description of what the memo is about yeah. and we'll, we'll often do ones that say the pod yeah um, if we ever have like an update on the pod or any kind of new idea or planning situation going on so um, and who else would I talk about the pod other than the co-host of the pod? Oh, wow. I mean, I would be a little bit worried if you were talking about the pod. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would love to know what these conversations are about. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, it's you. It's you. And who else uh, could I talk about it with? And on uh, it. About it and on it. Right. Then you, my friend. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, and like, But I do think. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, go nope. I just we had we had a lot of crossover, but we had we each had different things that the other one didn't say. Yeah, so there are quite a, there are quite a lot of things here that we talk about. I think the moral is if if you have a disability, get you a disabled friend. <laughs> get you a friend. I know it's not always the easiest. Yeah. Um, but even if you can just connect online, that's a mm-hmm. free and easy way to try to connect. You know, be careful and be safe out there, everybody. But um, that's a free and easy way to connect with people where you don't have to, like, actually go to a conference. If I mean, sometimes online friends can be really great. And yeah. they can become, like, real friends, you know. Definitely. Um, and even if you don't have a disability, like, um, you know, making friends as an adult can be hard. Um, but I think that... Just trying to find people who share your interests um, yeah. is is great. And although having a disability is not necessarily an interest uh, <laughs> that we have, yeah. it was not necessarily something we chose. But um, it is something that we share. And even though we have different 
journeys because we are each individuals. It just feels really nice to have someone who can understand it better than the average person. And I feel like that's true for most like interests that you might have. Yeah, I agree. And I think even if you find a friend who like has a disability that's not your same one, like that still can be a fun connection mm-hmm. um, to be able to talk with them. Um, so yeah, or just even friends that just might have some kind of difference of any kind that you can relate to. So yeah, it doesn't have to be doesn't have to be your same disability, but it might be easy to find if you can find a community of people with your same disability. So, and I mean, Cass and I didn't have each other until we were basically adults. So, yeah. Um, or teen, you know, teen slash teen adults. adults. <laughs> teen adults. So it's okay if you're younger and you don't have anyone right now. It's, it doesn't mean you won't ever meet someone. You could even meet a really close friend in your later in life. So, yeah. yeah. I know. Well, and believe it or not, like it will be we are we are approaching 10 years that we have been friends and i'm scared oh my god i can't believe that <laughs> that's happening i can't believe it like 10 years serious i like yeah what i i cannot what? wrap my mind around it <laughs> wait were you were you 16 and i was 21 yeah oh my gosh i know <laughs> Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> like, that wasn't, that's not 10 years ago. Yeah. But it is. It's so wild. And, like, I, I, yeah, because you were also, I mean, that age gap is so much bigger at that time. And so I just, yeah. like, was like, oh, my gosh, she's in college. She's so cool. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I still thought you were cool regardless. I it you know what? Like I, will, I will I will hold on totally to that different. for the entire rest of my life. No, you were No, you were though, but at Noah, you were in a, literally in a totally different programming. So I literally couldn't even see you there. And then yeah. HBS like we did, but yeah, it was just different. But no, I, I didn't think you were like like you know, I still thought you were cool. That is the highest compliment. I did. I did. I did. Hey, listen, listen. I mean, not to sound rude, but there's like two people next to your age <laughs> no, when you have a rare no. disease so i was like grasping onto you for dear life <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, i know yeah. likewise well I, I had no idea what to expect going to my first conference and then i was like oh cool there really isn't anyone my age that's fun like right, <laughs> right. but even when you got i feel like high school was kind of a jump but even when you got to college even though i was yeah. out of it i still felt i felt like we were like on a friendship level at that point definitely like, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, it was. We were mm-hmm. <sighs> friends. Well, yes, friends. It's great. Friends. It's been so fun. Um, thank you for listening. Yes, and we will see you in two weeks with some some other episode. We barely even know. We have it planned. Uh-huh. We'll be here. <laughs> we do. Uh, bye. Bye.